Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt. So you guys know how much we love sports and it is the NBA playoffs, which we didn't even think this point would come after last year and probably the last time we talked about basketball, which is like the <laughs> bubble and the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but the Phoenix Suns are moving to the finals and there's a lot of controversy surrounding it because people are like, everyone that you've played, there's been someone out or hurt, at least two of the series that they were in. Um, you know, like the first series they were in, um, the first round of the playoffs, Anthony Davis and the Lakers was hurt. And then the conference finals, the Western Conference finals, Kawhi Leonard was out. Um, so people are like, Denver's Jamal Murray had a season ending knee injury. Um, Paul George had COVID. He's people are like, they're getting like a free pass. Like basically. literally, it's, which and then other people are saying, no, they're still going like like they would still have gone. But I'm like, that's like a lot of like injured players, like even before, like when they were try- like the Warriors, like uh, Clay couldn't even make it back. Like, I just felt like there were so many injured stars this season that it was yeah. like, OK, so now no wonder this team that hasn't been in the league or in the finals for 30 years is going. But, but it's like, I feel like if anything, like. They, I mean, Chris Paul was out, who's their point guard, was out for COVID protocol in the Clippers series. So it was like, I just feel like in general right now, people are out and it's right. when the stars align for you, like it's obviously their time right now. And they didn't go out. And I mean, hit these people in the knee with bats. You no. Know? Like, and I think that, and I read, I think it's the first time in seven years that Steph or LeBron hasn't been in a finals in um, which so is like crazy, a, which is crazy because I mean, since I've become a basketball fan, I've only known them to be in the finals. So well, yeah, I mean, since we've been in our adult life, basically yeah. LeBron has been in and then stuff was in. like, right. they've always been here. So I feel like that's like a huge association for us in basketball. But I think the Suns had a little bit of a good luck charm from last year. And no, I don't mean Kendall Jenner. Mm, I know what you're talking about. I mean, Instagram model AJ, who sucked off seven of the players last, like, May, I think, or something. I mean, I don't even care um, who wins the fucking finals. She's the MVP. Who can suck off seven guys? Who? <laughs> no, thanks. Like, Talk about lockdown. So if you, we actually talked about this on an episode, like, last year, but she went on this um, podcast and she was, like, saying, on my birthday, um, Memorial Day weekend, I seen um, them all at Dre's, like, this one team. I was getting fucked in a hotel room and they pulled up and I sucked their dick and uh, he goes the whole team and she goes seven. So she sucked off at least a starting lineup. Yeah. Starting so, lineup plus two bench players. Yeah. So obvi- and one of them was Kev- uh, Devin Booker, which is Kendall Jenner's now boyfriend. I can totally see him loving to be sucked off by random girls in like Vegas. But like, do you I just, just like hold, do you just hold your dick waiting your turn? They must. Yeah. They must have all stood in a circle, like a circle of trust. And then they all just waited with their dicks in their hands for her to suck. So maybe they, she just gave them like such good luck for the season on top of everyone being injured. So this is like what the Phoenix Suns needed. I just heard blunder. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously it worked, but did she suck them all off to completion or was it just Um, like, I don't know for each of them. Cause I feel like she'd be there for a while. Maybe like a little, that's a lot. And like, maybe just like a little good juice you on each dick i think so. a little sucky i mean and then works. like on to the next but like i'd be kind of a pissed if i was the one of the six who didn't get the completion i feel like i feel like she couldn't so, have sucked them off to completion or she like did like they all handies just, on the side yeah, yeah maybe she's they handy they you know what they did katie she sucked them all a little bit and then they jizzed off like they jacked off you know all together in a circle into the center so and they had a little circle there, jerk on her Right. And right. I think or, it was like a ritual type of thing. And, and I it think really it worked. worked. It yeah. worked because 30 years they learned. But like, if you think about it, 30 years, they haven't been in the playoffs and the, or one. And then the first time that AJ sucks off seven players, they're there. They're in so it. it's people just... want to talk about the injuries. 
No, no. we think we solved it. I think we solved yeah, why they're because, going. Yeah, it's not because people are getting injured. It's because she's sucking them off. Exactly. So, I mean, it's nice Chris Paul is, like, going to – I wonder if Chris Paul was one of them. I think he's probably married. Not that that matters. He is married, and um, me and his wife used to go to the same hairstylist. Not oh. That yeah. You know, I have connections. Like, what can I say? But this was back when I used to live in L.A., and he um, – they were in L.A. as well. But I don't know what that has to do with him getting sucked off. I just well, we don't know if he was dropped. one of them. We just know Devin Booker was. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, I don't. But like I he did like he really wasn't. good. I mean, he had a career playoff high of forty-one points, and then that included fourteen of his team's sixteen points in the game-breaking span, bridging the third and fourth quarters. Um, so obviously, he did well himself this year. I mean, whether maybe maybe she touched. Maybe she team. did. Maybe she I mean, did. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like, and I mean, I would be like, excuse me, if I was her, I would be like, excuse me. I think I deserve some NBA finals tickets. Um, she needs, if they win, she deserves a championship ring. I I, literally like she deserves a ring courtside seats. Like, I feel like it's the least they could do because I could never. I could never. never. Oh my God. For multiple reasons. Multiple reasons, but never. She did. So she did the work because that's she a, might, a lot she of work. She should win MVP, really. She, she we, is the MVP. She's the MVP. So screw the rest of the teammates. But we don't know who they're going to play yet. Um, the game is, we're recording this, the game's tonight. So they're either going to play Milwaukee Bucks or yeah, what it's is it, game, Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. It's game six tonight. We're recording on Saturday. Yes. Um, so after this episode, you guys will know who won. Um, but yeah, it's game six tonight. We will see. My prediction is the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. I think it's going to be the Bucks, and I think it's going to be this Phoenix Suns. Obviously, the Phoenix Suns. I think the Phoenix Suns are going to take it all. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I mean, AJ's brought them this far. Suns are going to completion, like AJ did for the whole team. Well, who knows? Maybe just one of them. Just but probably. But yeah, so that's our sports roundup for the day. That's our sports segment. Hope you enjoyed. You guys are so welcome. We're so here welcome. with all the stats. We're, anything. I gave you some stats. I gave you some fun information. Like, trust me, I was at the gym the other day and I like mentioned this. And then the guys were like, wait, what? They had no idea about the story. I oh was my like, my dad never heard of this. I told my dad too, because he was like, wow, the Phoenix Suns are just like really getting lucky. And I'm like, dad, it's not <laughs> luck. It's not luck. <laughs> It's a oh, well, it, it's a blowjob, okay? Like, I was like, let me tell you. The 411. I know the inside sports scoop. Jenny and I got you. Yeah, I'm sure my dad <laughs> wants to jump off a bridge now. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. He brought it up. He brought up the Phoenix Suns, lucky. And I know him. Knew. Exactly. So, exactly. What am I going to keep it to myself? Obviously <laughs> no. not. We're sharing with the world. So you're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. Um, On to other news. So Britney Spears. Uh, so... If you guys haven't been living under a rock, you know that. Haven't listened to our episode, Free Britney. Yeah, we did a Free Britney episode a little while back. And lately there's been some more development in her conservatorship with her actually coming out and like saying like the hellhole that she's basically been living in because of her dad, Jamie. And unfortunately this week, so she made, um, just to backpedal if you guys haven't, read but she made allegations against her father and conservators saying that they have a tight reign over her finances her career her personal life and even her reproductive system she claimed that she is forced to have an iud and can't have children and has to not and is not permitted to marry like yeah so she went to court and this is the first time she's spoken out in court in years yes and basically like if you just listen to her like she sounds so much different like i feel like on her instagram all of her like professional shit. She still has that like little baby voice. Mm-hmm. And at first when I heard the recording of her without seeing her face, I was like, is this Brittany or is this someone speaking for Brittany? But it was her. Like she just sounds like coherent right now. And so she, yeah, what Katie was saying, she's 
laid out all of this shit and is like that I don't have basically any human rights yeah because and she's like please like take my dad off of this like the fact he's doing this to his own fucking daughter like please take him off and then unfortunately the courts so her lawyers like filed a petition but the courts denied it and the father is still on and then they try to have a co-conservator and for the trust but one day after um, the judge order, uh, they dropped the co-conservatorship or they the Bessemer Trust, who was the co-conservator, um, made it official that they were resigning from being yeah. her. So like last year, co-conservator. Basically, you guys go listen to the episode where we give all the details. But last year, um, like they already knew that Jamie Spears, Britney's dad, something's probably wrong with him Mm -hmm. like being conservator and so the courts were like okay we'll put this trust it's like this wealth management firm called Bessemer on the conservatorship as the co-conservator as well so that Jamie doesn't have just all the power like they have power over or are supposed to have power over 60 million dollars worth of Britney's estate along with her father so Brittany went to court this past week and, you know, spoke out about everything that's happened. And I'm sure they probably didn't know this because yeah. they still are in like the process of like the paperwork and shit. So they really haven't been even looking over any of the conservatorship yet. It's still like in the process with the courts. And I'm sure they're like, what the actual fuck? Like, we didn't know like that this shit was going on. We didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. So they literally just resigned. They were like, well, they didn't because they thought the conservatorship was voluntary and and she had consented for them Mm -hmm. to be the co-conservator. And she didn't because she doesn't have any control whatsoever. So they were like, okay, well then we're out. Yeah. I mean, cause if, if everything that Brittany is saying is true and they're doing all this shit to her, like this is a massive, massive fucking lawsuit. You know, so it's, right. I wouldn't want to be associated with that if I was this Bessemer Trust Company. Like, I would want to back the fuck out, which is what they did, which even to and me Jamie's shows a like, scary okay, motherfucker. something's not right. Look what he's willing to do to his own fucking daughter. Like, I don't want to mess with a man who's so evil he'll do this for his own daughter. He's literally but the devil reincarnated. It's, it's crazy because I'll see Dr. Drew like talk a lot about how they'll like he's like there's no way courts will let you be on a con or won't be on a conservatorship like if you don't 100 percent need it so dr drew seems to think like britney really needs it well, but i'm like kind like of what confused or is it that's the assumption right, right? but it doesn't but, sound like she needs it. it sounds like she's being held against her fucking will like have you ever seen that netflix movie called i care a lot no okay so it's this lady that basically forces old people into a conservatorship so she can spend their money and she's their conservator. And I'm like, okay, if they're making a whole movie about this, like this is obviously something that probably happens. I mean, obviously in Brittany's case, I was kind of surprised. She's like only worth 60 million, like her estate, like not guys fuck off. I know 60 million is a lot of money. I get it. Don't come at me for that. What I'm saying is for Britney fucking Spears, who's been in this industry since she was like 15 fucking years old. She's like the number one pop star. She's had residencies, perfumes, like world tours. Like, I feel like where's her money going? Like, she should be it's worth at least a hundred million dollars. Well, and now and she's only, like said, 60. No, yeah, I Brittany feel like there's hidden assets or it's going family, to her dad. Her whole family is fucked up. She was saying like she wants to sue her whole family. Her whole family has walked like watch this go on and done nothing and yeah because they're all probably getting paid off right and every now everyone hates jamie lynn her little sister which i kind of do too if this is true but apparently I mean, she true. hasn't even talked to britney in over a year according to right. britney's but first husband she, in 2020 she asked jamie lynn asked the court for all of the assets of britney's SJB revocable trust, a trust that Brittany set up for her kids in 2004 to be moved to one or more accounts with Jamie Lynn as the custodian. So she is over some of Brittany's accounts. So she's spending Brittany's money. So, well, the bitch doesn't have a job. What the fuck does she do? Right. And she's flying around on like PJs and shit and like buying nice shit. Like, where is this money coming from? And it's just like a little fishy to me because it seems like over the years, anytime that she's spoken out about this, when people are like, is Britney okay? Like free Britney, whatever. 
she's like, you guys just need to be like silent. You guys need to just leave the situation alone. Like your silence is the only thing that you can offer. Like, why would you be saying that if your sister's like, doesn't seem to be okay, you would want to be like fucking dad won't even let her do what she wants with her own goddamn vagina. Right. But of course you don't, you want people to stay silent and not to be public. She's bankrolling all your fucking lifestyles and you can't tell me fucking different. Don't tell me she is not bankrolling every single family member, her brother, her sister, her fucking nieces and nephews. Like, please. The bitch couldn't even get her hair done for a whole year during a fucking pandemic. Like, her dad had the reins so fucking tight. Like, what a sick fuck. I fucking hate him even more than usual. But like, yeah, I mean, he's. I, I don't I don't guy. blame the co-conservatorship for wanting out. I kind of feel bad, though, for Brittany that now it's literally just Jamie and the courts. Did, but then I saw a video that said, like, they tried to do file the motion back in November or something. I don't know. Like this. This doesn't mean it's over, though. Like I saw something like it doesn't necessarily mean it's over just because they denied it right now doesn't mean that they can't yeah, go back. They and have fight. to do like a whole investigation and check out all of these allegations and stuff. Um, they I figured they weren't just gonna like drop it right then. Like, oh my no. god, she said this, like it's done. Um, but it but needs I'm to be hope- fucking dropped. Yeah, I hope that they can find the shit that they're looking for because this doesn't seem right. And now she's in fucking Maui. And people are saying, and you know, the Daily Mail has pictures of her in Maui. So I do believe she's actually in Maui. But um, people were saying that the pictures that she's posting are old pictures through her social media, um, just because it's the same outfit that she wore in Maui in 2020. And it's the same setting. Like the seaweed placement is the same as when she posted the picture in September 2020. And I'm like, that's a little fishy. You know, I don't know. I just feel like they shipped her off and were like, hey, she said some crazy shit. Like, let's just remove her. And redrug her up, and then we'll figure it out. Which was another allegation that she made was like she they literally drug her. Yeah, like, they took her off her normal medication and put her on lithium, and she's like, I can't even function. And people said that like when she worked on X Factor, they were like she was an actual zombie. Like people that worked with her and stuff, like you could tell she was heavily medicated. Um, Iggy Azalea had like a single with her a few years back, and she was like, I can tell you firsthand what a psycho Jamie Spears is. Like she's like, I've seen it in action. So it's like people are coming to her defense. Yeah. Well, in general, if you were under a conservatorship, you should not be working. You should not be making money in general, you know? If you need all that help, if how you can need you all that help, fucking doing a world tour of fucking residency in Las Vegas? That's the first fucking problem. If you can't take care of yourself, no, the bitch should not be doing that. Like, like can you fuck? imagine, like, your, your old great-grandma with, like, Alzheimer's or dementia and you have to do a conservatorship over her and you're still putting her to work? Like, fuck no. No, someone who, like, actually seriously needs it? No. It's, it's fucked up. I don't know. I don't know. Our court, our court systems are so fucked, you guys, because Brittany is still under the conservatorship of her father. Yet this week, Bill Cosby, serial rapist, was de- uh, released from fucking prison. I literally Ugh, was so disgusted. So disgusted, you ugly, and gross it was motherfucker. Off, it was on a fucking technicality it wasn't even because they found him not guilty it was a technicality yeah he just had that fucking good of lawyers okay he well he's just rich i mean rich money talks yeah it like so basically money talks and money lets you walk because that's exactly what just fucking happened well so apparently so he got convicted um based off of this girl andrea constand um, and this was just one of the 60 plus women that came forward but you know like rape and sexual assault has a statute of limitations so right they were able to go off of this account to convict him um and this is like back in 2005 and when the initial assault happened um they called bill cosby and or like brought him into the police station and interviewed him and stuff and then like the media got wind of it and became public knowledge and the prosecutor, you know, the, whoever was prosecuting him, um, this guy named Castor went out because all the media was there and said that Mm -hmm. they would not be charging Cosby because of a lack of evidence. So that they're saying that that press conference was a deal. So the guy that came after that Castor guy, the guy that is now like the prosecutor, 
when he prosecuted Cosby, it was after they, the like opposite already said that they were not going to prosecute Cosby. So I guess now they're saying they can't prosecute him because they promised him they would not prosecute him. Okay. Okay. And there's no, but like, there is no paperwork of this, you know, like there's no like signed thing that like, there's no like paper trail. Right. That it actually, like, fucking happened. And then, so obviously people are livid, as they should be. And Janice Dickinson, she's one of, she's, like, the world's first supermodel. Like, um, she, she, she's one of Bill Cosby's um, accusers. And, you know, she came out and she was, like, she was so pissed off. And she was, like, I think the justice system is really fucked up. It's devastating that after all the pain and anguish that these women went through, myself included, Beverly Johnson, who has also accused Cosby of drugging and raping her um, or attempting to rape her. I know they feel they're feeling the same way. I know I'm mad. I know they're disappointed. And sisters, we got to hang in there. That's what I want. And, like, he didn't just fucking drug and rape, like, women that like no one knew he drug and raped like celebrities as well so bold as fuck that that's bold because like you literally because they at least have a name and a voice box where like people who aren't necessarily celebrities they don't have that platform to speak up for themselves so it's like you are bold as fuck for literally trying to go after these women and then like but it, look how long it still took the celebrities to come forward. So imagine right. how, why it took all these other women to come forward who aren't in the public eye. And it's like, why would they make that up? Because right. he's still denying that any of this ever happened. He claims his innocence. And why the fuck would these bitches make any of this up, you sick fucking fuck? Well, and it's like, obviously, he's a, a powerful man. Like, you would never just step out like that on a powerful man. For Harvey no Weinstein. reason. Just Look how for, long it took for Harvey Weinstein. It really does take a while. So it's just sickening. And then he got out of jail. And then I I know he wasn't tweeting this because he is blind now. <laughs> yeah. But like he had someone tweeting like, see, I'm innocent, all this shit. And then he used like this Malcolm X quote um, saying that the media is the most powerful entity in the world. They have the power to make an innocent guilty and make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the minds of the masses. First of all, first of all, Bill, Malcolm X was a great ass man that was fighting for actual shit. So the fact that you would take your little rapey rape behavior and use a fucking Malcolm X quote, he was a fucking civil rights activist. Yeah, you're not fucking rude for doing that. Same name. Fuck he you. is a fucking hero and you are a sick, decrepit, old moly worm. You sick Disgusting fuck. piece of shit. And then this motherfucker on top of it wants to start doing a fucking stand-up career and comedy again. Where who's gonna are someone gonna hold you up during your stand-up gig? You can't even oh, you, you can't, can't even walk. walk, you dumb fuck. Who's gonna listen to your old cripply disgusting ass fucking try to make a joke i literally would take that microphone and shove it up your ass you dumb piece of shit i 100 shoved up his ass he who the fuck is that. gonna go to his comedy show i even fucking pe- people like celebrities are tweeting they're so fucking pissed off about it and then his dumb ass tv wife mrs huxtable um whatever her dumb ass name is Rashawn. who cares she's like irrelevant at this point because she's so stupid but she was like um she tweeted that let me see where the tweet is um finally a terrible wrong is being righted a miscarriage of judge it, uh justice is corrected and then it was deleted after a wave of backlash from people disappointed in her and who viewed her support for cosby as an indirect expression against sexual assault survivors like yeah no shit are you I mean, fucking it's not kidding? a correction it literally he was still convicted of this shit it was t- overturned on a technicality yeah it wasn't like he was like off scot-free because it's like, not like they found more evidence to prove that he's innocent no yeah they, and he then got off on a technicality and everyone so a celebrity's everyone non-celebrities myself like we're all fucking appalled and then thankfully i don't know if you guys watch fresh celebrities prince of like Bel-Air. us celebrities like us um i don't know if you guys used to watch fresh prince of bel-air bel-air but she played aunt viv um janet huber and she was saying i don't know but to say this was terribly wrong everyone knew what he was doing back then how could you not he retweeted get your umbrella sis- sister here comes 
the shit shower. Sorry, I can't read very well. I'm outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old ass guilty man. I would have said he's old. Um, he's out and I'm happy for him, but no, he's still guilty. I know five women who have not come forward enough. Y'all better know powerful men do wrong things, black or white. Like, thank you, Aunt V. Thank you, (laughs) Aunt V. It it is just wild. Like, you know, he, like we said, he got out because he's rich. So like the moral of the story. He's a rich, powerful man. Look how rich, powerful men still have the power. Like she said, there's five other people that she personally knows that haven't come forward that he's drugged and fucking raped. Like, get the fuck out of here. Do you know what it's like to be a fucking woman? Like, we just bought fucking cup condoms for our fucking trip to Austin. I was just roofied last weekend. Yes. But, and she's not kidding. She's not, not kidding. kidding. I was just drugged last weekend. Like, and we just bought these cup condoms because of incidents like this. People are getting fucking drugged and then getting raped. They're trying to Bill Cosby our asses. It, it's so funny. Literally, stupid. someone tried to Bill Cosby her ass last week. I know. It, we're not even fucking. Like, she, luckily, aware. she was aware and with her fucking brother, but we can't all be so fucking lucky. Right. It's it's just so fucked up. And it's like the moral of this fucking story is, you know, powerful you're men. Not, you're not sh- guilty. You're poor. You're, you're, you're poor. Not, just like you're not ugly. You're just poor. You're, you're not poor. Fat, you're just poor. poor. You're not actually a sex offender. You're just no, you're poor. poor. It's all because you're poor. But when you're rich, when you're rich, you're you, rich. It doesn't even matter when you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're what you look like, who you are. As long as you have money and power, you'll get off of anything. And who, what does right. that mean for Harvey Weinstein? Like, who knows what the fuck? If they let him out, God f- f- fucking help me. God I help mean, everyone on the street. Fucking 81-year-old Molly Bill Cosby is probably going to still drug people. He's a natural sex offender. He, he's a serial sex offender. That's in his blood. It's in his nature. I mean, I, like, don't know how he's going to. I mean, he's, like, what is he going to, like, hobble around in his fucking cane? He can't even, like. Who knows? He's a sick fuck. I mean, yeah, Who I'm knows? sure he'll find a way. He'll probably try to take his cane and pull it, pull up a girl's skirt when she walks by. Do something fucking disgusting. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure he fucking will. I'm sure Ugh. he'll find a way. I mean, he's I'm, rich. I'm sure he'll pay someone to, like, bring someone over. We And it, just to show you, it's also because he's a fucking man, you guys. Because, look, Britney Spears is a powerful, rich bitch. And look where the fuck she is. Right. She can't she's even still, pull out her IUD. She can't even get her IUD pulled out yet. Bill Cosby is a rich, powerful man. Got, and he's gets touching out on a, people's IUDs. Yes. And gets out on a technicality. Isn't he even fucking guilt found, guilt-free? Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, it was a sad, it was a sad week, you guys. This week was actually really depressing. System. It was really fucked up. Our court systems are fucked. It's not okay. The problem is, is like, with our court systems, especially in the Britney situation, is they... You can do this, convict someone or put someone under conservatorship, mm-hmm. but it's so fucking hard to reverse, which makes no sense. You know, like all this shit Kim Kardashian's working on with all these people that are wrongfully convicted, and it's so hard to overturn their convictions. Her new be thing should be free hard. helping Britney out after this if she can. Because if fuck. she can pass the bar, yeah, well, one step at a time. A, she has a few more times, so we have faith. She has a few more chances. Please, more chances. Please, Kim. Free Britney. Please, that's who you should reform. Free out. Britney and convict Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Get him back in there, that fucking sick, disgusting fuck. Ugh. Well, speaking of legal troubles, uh, still with the, th- the theme, um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was on this week, and it's showing more of Erica Jane and Tom Girardi's divorce and legal troubles. So they're watching her like a hawk this season. We just talked about it on our um, episode a few weeks ago. Um and if you guys don't know, Erica is married or getting a divorce from Tom Girardi, who is a very powerful lawyer um, here in California. And we're seeing the divorce unfold right now on Real Housewives. Yeah. So at this point in the show, they don't know anything about the legal troubles. They only know that mm-hmm. she filed for divorce. So I'm like really interested to see once they find out, because even Garcelle was on Watch What Happens Live this week. And she was like, I mean, like, once I found out about that, that's like fucked up. Like, same thing that we said. Yeah. But I can't wait till they find out on the show because everyone just thinks, like, oh, like, 
you know, Erica's divorcing her husband of forever and Garcelle's like, she should just waited till he died, which I yeah, agree. Which I but, totally agreed with. But yeah. like, but see, no, no one knew about the financial issues. No one knew. And so I feel like it's about to make a ton of fucking sense because it really doesn't make sense for you to divorce your like a hundred year old husband at this point. Like, even though he was like kind of a shitty husband, which you see, like we see just put some, put a whole thing of Visine in his, I'm just kidding. I am just kidding. She's just, she's just Please kidding. don't do this, guys. I watch too many murder shows. I'm sorry. I know. We watch, we're obsessed. But like, so Erica is like dealing with her divorce right now. All you see is more of like, it's like just taking this really big emotional toll on her. She's obviously talking about nothing financial, but so her and Sutton go on a trip to the spa. Sutton just rents out the spa for the day for them. Um, she's like, we can take our mask off. Like I rented this whole thing out. Like, oh, how nice. Um, but and like it still has COVID in it. Sutton. It's kind of nice that like Sutton also is going through a divorce and or has been through one. And so she's kind of like bonding with Erica over that. And Sutton asked Erica, like, is she upset that like Tom never saw her in Chicago on Broadway? And then they kind of got into like this real conversation and Erica was saying like yeah it hurt her and it hurt her that she had to like also defend him on the reunion like because they were like did Tom get to see you on and she was like oh no because COVID started she was always making excuses for him as yeah, to like why he see, wasn't there and why he didn't support her so like I, I feel, feel like really bad for I her. don't I don't feel I, that I, bad I don't know. because I feel, I feel like this is just adding to her narrative of this is why we're getting divorced because I feel like Tom was never really at her shit. Like he would come to a show or two here and there, but, but then I feel like if he, was he never wasn't involved. so supportive, that doesn't make fucking, why are you putting so much fucking money into this bitch's career? If you're right. never going to go and support her, Tom, that doesn't make any sense. Supportive. He was financially supportive. And I think that was enough for her. And it has been enough for 20 years, but it was I think, also, he was mean to her. Like if you see, there's like, flashback he was mean episodes. to her for 20 years. Well, yeah, know? but maybe she finally was like enough, but I think it's still, I think no, I, just I think like emotionally she, she was knew. done, but I think also financially she was also done. I think it was yeah. both. I mean, I think it was he, I, I strongly believe Tom was the same way throughout their entire marriage. When they got married, he was like 60-something. You know, by right. that time, you are who you Two are. Two divorces. Right. So exactly. Two divorces. Like, he's been a, an asshole to multiple wives. Yeah. So she, she knew what she had. And I think she was okay with that because she was living this lavished lifestyle. She never saw him. Like, she was fine. But I think, I think she was now, willing to put up with being emotionally unfulfilled when the checks 100%, were still rolling because, in. Because, like, she had this team around her. I think she was getting fulfilled in other ways, which happens to so many people. But I think now she's, like picking all these instances to build this narrative that like, no, see, it's an actual divorce. that has nothing to do with this legal case. And she's putting it all. I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like if you were actually divorcing your husband right now, you would not be so eager to immediately share all these like well, weird and, little intimate details. And she immediately. took nothing with her. Right. Like, okay. So you and left like, that house she is, and took nothing with you. She acts I, like mm, she was like fucking and I'm sorry, but she acts like she was like beaten or something and she escaped. No, like all she had was street. So that's why I was like, wait, are did you just say you didn't take anything with you? So you, when they come for your shit, exactly. It's like, oh, no, I don't know what he did with my shit. I only took like what was on my back, basically. That's kind of exactly. like how she's implying it. And so I was like, I'm like, you literally took nothing like, with you. Was, I mean, I know your house so is significantly smaller. It's like I do she, feel I, like, mean, I feel oh, sorry for her. It. I think it is sad. She's this was a fucking 20 plus year marriage. Like it's a fucking sad divorce. Of no, course. I feel sad for the I feel sad victims for, they but, from. Yeah, I do too. I don't feel I don't feel any sympathy for them anymore. I'm sorry. I just like after I thought on it and reflected, I really don't feel any sympathy. And like then I think like what pissed me off is like the dramatics of how it's playing out on the episode and how she's apparently she doesn't like that the way she's being edited. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, but you're not being edited in a bad light. Like for me, watch like, do you think she's being edited in a bad light? No, but like also, okay. So just, why is she pissed? Because they're giving out a better narrative than the what's what else is no, out there. It's all, it's all part of the fucking story. It's all part of like the scheme. Like she's like, oh, I didn't want that information out. Like, bitch, well, you, you said it. it on camera. So I don't know what you want. You know, it's I, Erica has always been such a fucking private person. She's always been so private. So why all of a sudden is she sharing every fucking detail of her life unless well, it's convenient for the court case? Well, also to keep her coin. 
because she, she needs it. But she needs she to keep her job. She would have kept the queen anyways. If as soon as they saw that she filed for divorce, if she was being secretive, then Rena would have gone after her like Denise. You know, like it still would have been a storyline. Yeah. I mean, I I, it's just I, all very. I'll be. For me. I'm glad. I'll. I'm. Can't wait to see when like the, the financial shit comes out finally. Because right now we're just yeah. dealing with the emotional side of it, and so I'm gonna be interested to see when the actual like nitty gritty comes out and the accusations come out and like what the other housewives have to say but I don't know what we're exactly gonna see um on the show like if they're because a lot of it is happening in real time like after they're done filming so we don't really know like I'm sure obviously on the reunion we're gonna get to a lot of it but we might just get the typical Erica line where it's a lawsuit we can't talk about it Right. I so. am very impressed with the speed in which they are editing these fucking episodes. So it's it's really trailing really close to when the show yeah. is happening. So I'm very pleased. Bravo. 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 Great. And job. we're seeing right now um, Lisa brought up how her daughter Amelia is dating this guy named Scott Disick. And as she's her- acting like she's so upset about it and worried about it. She's no, like, bitch, you're so happy. I think you're like soaking this shit up. If he let's pretend he didn't have his reputation and three children like you would eat this shit up. But I think because obviously your daughter is only 19 and he is a father of three and has a terrible reputation that there I'm sure she does have she did have some doubts but i think for the most part like you said she's eating this shit up because like duh he's famous yeah i mean and it's it seems like she's just like loving to plug this like you didn't should have i to call him lord name. oh you she, guys amelia like, oh guys amelia chris? Like, chris hasn't reached out to me at all about this like uh, what the fuck Lisa like should I like what what should I so oh my god and like you knew she wanted to drop that name so fucking quickly when they all got to that lunch like she was so ready she was was so excited like but I mean and then they started doing all the age gaps between everyone in their inner circle so it was kind of like okay well I guess this is like in Beverly Hills not that unnormal like not normal so I mean, we still think it's fucking weird. I I mean, I do. I like, always think it's weird. Like, oh, she just turned 20 years old. Like, and what are you, a stepmom to three kids? And like, no, I think, obviously, I don't think it's going to last. But I think they're just having fun for now. So yeah, and that I mean, was just uh, introduced finally. It's like a, a little weird. You want to have fun with a child but you know it is and, it yeah is. it's a little it's a little odd but um and then kathy hilton was saying she's like coming from someone who knows about raising daughters in the public eye it could be worse you know aka paris hilton sex tape <laughs> so you know i think she's just basically saying like her dating an old dude isn't like exactly the worst thing that could happen to her yeah i'm sure it won't last i'm sure she'll be on to the next it's just a phase but it is like a little concerning that like he's entering her so yeah I mean, that that will never go away he's already entered her multiple times so that will always be there but it i guess it's like it's the, not on camera so that's yeah that was kathy's point. violating young women um but speaking of violations so <laughs> is- a huge theme right now on beverly hills is the new girl crystal um sutton came in her room while she was naked and she so said, just to give her back her fucking coat okay to give her to give her her coat and it was it was a fucking awkward like you we saw it happen they're not friends they're not friends you know like she knocked on the door crystal didn't say anything didn't answer so Sutton like just went in the room and crystal was there naked and she was like uh like and Sutton was like oh what are you doing like, like she was just being awkward yeah like, she was being it was awkward yeah because they're not friends <laughs> right and so now the word like violated is getting thrown about right which okay in this scenario like I do think Crystal overreacted but also I can't like tell anyone how to feel about their bodies but I do think I do agree with Crystal and that she can use the word violated you know like I don't I mean if we want to be technical but I think she's annoying as fuck and it's so fucking annoying and even Garcelle and all the women had Sutton's back and were like stop using the word violated because it has a really bad content well but the thing is is, like she's not even saying it 
Like, she's not even bringing this shit up anymore. All the other women she, are. But she, she talked about it so many fucking times to all the girls. And she made it sound to Dorit like it was the end of the fucking world. And Sutton was the creepiest fucking bitch. I have no sympathy for Crystal. I don't. Sorry. I think she has every right to feel all she feels. But I don't have sympathy for her. Because See, all I the other girls are the like, opposite. what the fuck? They're like, why are you being so well, weird I about like this? I feel like Garcelle hopped on the Sutton train because they're friends. And she should. Um, so did Dorit. So did every no, because Dorit had Crystal's back, but then she realized Crystal was backtracking and trying to make it not sound as weird because yeah, Crystal was probably like, I'm over dramatic down her throat about using the word violent. Stop being a weirdo. I feel like the weirdo is is fucking sudden and it's no, like crystal's okay, gotta go crystal's like, annoying you can't tell someone how to feel you know no, you can't and she has every right to feel how she wants to feel but exactly. i'm just saying but the fuck problem off. in this situation is like the word violated and what i'm yeah. saying is you all need to fuck off because if she wants to use the word violated like i feel like that's an accurate word if she felt uncomfortable in the situation like that's fine violated but like does not equal like assault violated does not equal but a rape. lot of people take it that way and that's but the problem vi- but that's the problem it's not that it's not i mean there's like a whole term called like violation of expectation no one's raping your expectations like it's just a violation of what you thought there was like I think violation just isn't like- a negative word always not always, but a lot of the time it is. And that's the problem that the other girls are trying to say. Like, but, because but they it's all, not always. But didn't they you all have negative content? They all had negative feelings when she said it to them. They thought, oh, my God, what the fuck happened? Well, maybe they're just fucking uneducated because it's just like it's a word. Maybe, maybe. I just think her personality sucks. I I agree. But I think in this situation, also, she's not the one that keeps bringing this up at every like well, this episode, it was Team Kathy, it was and, Kathy. It was Kathy and um, Kyle did. So I yeah. get that. So, but I mean, they should fucking drop it by now. It's so it fucking overplayed. It was but I mean, I heard producers are trying to really get this going because just in case. nothing else, you know, yeah. like, it's just the Erica shit and it's not like moving as fast as they would like it to. So they're just like trying to make something out of nothing when I really think, I think like, that's why this is turning into such a big deal that I'm so fucking over it on the show. And that's why I'm like, fuck off with all of this because I'm yeah. like, Jesus, this is so overplayed. So stupid. We're making a m- whatever a mountain out of a mole hill i don't know the saying correctly but it's just like whatever 100%. crystal's boring to me i don't think she adds anything to this show so far i'm trying to give her a chance like at the beginning i, and I, I feel she sorry did. i feel sorry for her that she did feel that way because i can understand she has body image issues and i do feel sorry for her in that regard and i'm and i can uh, you know sympathize with that 100 i just don't think she's made for housewives it's i think my thing my okay i think if the situation with sutton hadn't happened i think she would be a little bit more like not of a fit but give a little bit more because i feel like in the beginning of the show when it started off she was like witty like in a dry sense of humor way but she was adding to shit you know and i think she kind of has been backed into this corner with that situation because they keep bringing it up bring it up bring it up and the producers i'm sure feeding it and so it's like this is now crystal but i've also watched her on watch what happens live and her personality was still dry as a doornail and it wasn't like but like also at the same it is she does have a very very dry sense of humor but i do think that like she when she would say something funny it was so funny because it was so like sometimes and like straightforward like when she when they first got to the house like you know like the comments she was making to Sutton or about Sutton I was just like okay like I would like to see her blossom but I just feel like she hasn't gotten the opportunity to just because of she's been siloed to this one situation and they keep bringing it up and she felt how she felt but I think it's the producers also. It is the producers. So I, I think it's like, it is unfortunate like that this is like the narrative and the direction that they're going in because if she is better than this, we aren't seeing it. We aren't seeing it. And it, it sucks. And I like, I wish we could just fucking drop this whole situation and move on. I wish so too I because it's so, understand it's, her more. Over, it's overkill. It's like, okay, got it. We buried this into the fucking ground enough. Every time. Every time they sit down, it's they bring it up. Every single fucking situation, someone I mean, else brings it up. Look it's how just long like, they did the Denise shit all fucking know, season. True. So it's like they really drag shit and drag shit and drag shit. And it's like, oh, my God, we get it. But it makes me not like the women. Yeah. You know, it makes me not like certain characters on the show because of the way shit is dragged out and played out. Do I want to like Crystal? Sure. I want to like everyone. 
I mean, I do. I I find something endearing about every character a lot of the times on the show. I can find something that I like. And right now, I'm just not finding something that I like about her. But I try to give – I just feel like they take – they're taking, like, every little piece of it and blowing that up, you know? So first it was, like, that she walked in. Then it was that she said something creepy. Then it was that she lingered too long. Now it's that Crystal used the word violated. It's just like, uh, it's the same situation. Like, Which, like it's the same let's shit. hope they're not going to fucking talk about it anymore because right. I'm so over this. Like, yeah. new drama, please. End of story. Crystal felt violated. I would probably feel violated too. But keep it up like with the Erica. I'm all for the Erica. Yeah, I'm all keep, for that. I can't wait until, and I think once the Erica stuff picks up, they'll drop this. I just think they're trying to fill filler spots yeah Yeah. exactly it's definitely like filler and we see what you're doing and we see what you're doing you're pitting people against each other you're making us not like people um i mean like i said maybe i could end up liking her we don't know i'm sure she doesn't give two fucks whether i like her or not (laughs) because it doesn't fucking matter yeah and i think she doesn't give a fuck so i like she doesn't give a fuck and i like that i i respect that i align with that because i don't think she should give a fuck what anyone thinks and if she wants to stand her ground and that's how she felt then she has every right to stand her ground um but it doesn't mean she's not an annoying character so far yet on the show Right. I mean, I so. did. I do love like that. Her kid was like fucking crying and having a meltdown. Her kid. She was. So I like her family. Calm. I she actually love like, her family. Uh, I love her family. I love her again. housekeeper. I love all of that. Like, I think her family, her husband, like, I think they're all great. Um, So I don't I would mind. watch a whole show on the housekeeper. Right. Like, um, she's lucky she has her because she's entertaining. Her kids are entertaining. Her husband's nice. Like her husband's funny. And or like, especially with like Mauricio, I saw like a clip um, where they were trying to make it like he was like, oh, you want to drink? Sure. I'll drink with you. Like they're saying everyone's so intimidated by Mauricio. Yeah. One of the better looking husbands, you know? Right. And he when they were at the party, um, Mauricio was like, oh, like let's go talk and he's like oh oh yeah okay and he's like oh let me fill up your glass we should need a full glass of wine and he was like <laughs> he's oh, like oh, oh okay yeah, yeah okay <laughs> like totally just like whatever mariso says yeah. like he's down for like so i think she's lucky she's like a good family behind her because i feel like that helps her likability yeah on the show and sure. her you know i mean and she's like, no me- kathy hilton i mean kathy's no it's kind of hard it's kind of hard coming in the same season as kathy because she just um, but did you see kathy everyone else out of the like- water talking to Dorit and she's like oh and, and you're English and Dorit's like no I'm not English and I'm like finally someone says but it, this okay but like, you're the one with the English accent over here half the time accent then and then she's from Connecticut she's like I'm from Connecticut okay well sometimes you have a little bit of an English accent with That's PK so weird. I didn't know Connecticut people talk like this PK God. PK like she, I love it, Kathy though, because she just like doesn't fucking know anyone's name half the time. She just no. doesn't give a shit. So you guys fucking watch it for Kathy Hilton, if not for anyone else, because honestly, she makes the entire fucking she's show. A, she's a fucking star. What she say? is a star without even fucking trying. It's just so natural and effortless. Like yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um. Well, so we have you another guys, show yes. that you guys are probably sleeping on because I feel on like Bravo. everyone I talk to is sleeping on this show. But we are obsessed with family obsessed. karma, and this week was like an especially emotional episode. I was crying like, like the whole episode. Me, like, I'm crying, and I had it recorded, and I hadn't watched the episode yet. So I was like, "Shit, let me watch this shit right now." And I'm like fucking crying too. It was so like, uh, so let me just tell you. What tell them what Family Karma is first, if you guys yeah. don't watch it. So it's basically this Indian community, like all these friends that are in this Indian community in Florida. Um, so it's just about like, they're all like me, me and Katie's age, like, you know, twenties, early thirties, maybe even. Yeah. Um, and just about like them navigating life and being friends and um, dealing with and like their family being and Indian like, American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like pressures that go along with that. Yes. Um, so it's a really interesting show. Um, it's like Shaw's but less trashy in a sense and you get like their family backgrounds too where like how Shaw's has a lot of like cultural aspects you know of their culture of their Persian culture tied into the show there's a lot of Indian culture tied into their the show so it's like interesting because we're getting to see another background Um, and 
it's but this time we're also seeing all their families because their families are very close knit. Um, it's a very big like funny. And the families are so funny, great person. Yeah, they can like carry the show like even without the kids. Honestly, this actually was the first show that I've ever seen on Bravo where they are showing like a dinner or something or like they're in this case they're showing a tea party that is none of the main characters it was just the family characters parents just their parents yes because that's how much that they can carry a fucking scene on their own Uh uh-huh like the parents have their own confessionals and they're not even not even the confessionals with the kids like they have their own confessionals they're just as funny with or without their kids so it's just like it's honestly it really is a family show and it's also there's still drama um if you guys because bravo will always have some sort of <clears throat> drama you know the, yeah that out um but this one was really um emotional because one of the characters his name was amrit, amrit um he is gay and obviously that's uh, still a taboo topic. I mean, it's taboo topic in really any community, but especially in the Indian community, it's they're still, very traditional, they're like very, yes, old school. And um, he's been with his partner now for like eight or nine years or something. They've like been together for a fucking while, time. and his, he came out to his parents. His parents know. His parents are like chill. And him and his partner lived at the parents' house for a while until they got like their apartment ready and whatever. So the parents are like chill with it. But this episode he wants to propose mm-hmm. so you know he there they have like a, a a huge culture of like massive weddings and the family right. really being involved in like the proposal and the engagement and the wedding so he really wanted for his nanny which is his grandmother yes. to know that he's gay i mean she's met his partner but like i'm sure she as a friend she just, yeah she she just mm-hmm. thought he was a friend and so he wanted to come out to his nanny and it was like I just so before before we even talk about the conversation he had with his nanny, um, after that tea party I was talking about that all like the parents went to, mm-hmm. his parents had like a very real conversation in the car outside, and it was like so raw and realistic because the mother like they all both know that their son is gay and they and they've been accepted it, yeah but like the mother still struggles a little bit which is to be expected but like I feel like a lot of times when you see stuff on tv they don't show stuff like that it's just like hey I came out like we are living a happy jolly life like there's nothing beyond that and so Mm -hmm. they really showed like the struggles that she still goes through and like how supportive the dad was and was like listen like as long as he's happy we're happy like are you just saying this or like are you really believing and and accepting of you know, our son being gay and just her like going through that and vocalizing that was really powerful. Cause she was feeling guilty because she was like, she was like when our other son, you know, said he was getting married. I was to a woman. She was so excited and had all these like emotions of joy and excitement. And she was like, I just don't feel the same way. And I think um, with Amrit, because, you know, I think she was, there's just a lot that's going to go behind it. Her own mother doesn't know that he's gay. This would be the first gay wedding in the Indian community. Like, it's just a, it's a, it's a bigger deal, which it, it, it shouldn't be, but it, it, it is. And yeah, I mean, it, and it's like, it's, it's a disruption of like expectations, right? You know, us now we've grown up in a time where it's like, okay, I have kids, like, I know that it's a possibility that my kid is going to be gay gay. or straight or transgender or whatever. Like, I just know that because I've grown up around it. But for her, like, that was never even a thing. So to think for 25 years that you're raising a kid and you are expecting that this kid is going to marry a woman. And then at some point your kid comes out to you and says, like, I'm gay. It's just a a big shock. Yeah. Of your expectations. And the dad was like saying, like, you've come to terms with it, like outwardly, but like not really internally so like jennifer was saying their conversation it was just like so raw and like it but the dad this episode like brought me to tears just like his support for his fucking kid like the way he supported his son and just had his back no matter what and like helped his wife through and talked her through everything and knew she was struggling and he was just he had all their fucking backs in every situation and like his dad was like the fucking mvp of this episode basically like and then they so they had their talk in the car and then Amrit was like, okay, now we have to 
like they all went to go talk to Nani. Yeah. Which was like heartbreaking. I know. Cause Nani Ugh. was so sweet. Like when she sat down on the couch, so like they, it was like Amrit, his parents, his uncle, mm-hmm. and Nani. They sat down outside for him to have a conversation with her. And my first like assumption with Nani, like my first impression was like, oh, she's gonna be chill as fuck with this. Like her, she had like such a comforting energy. I was like, she looks like she got into some shit in her old days and like she's just chill with anything, you know? But like it when he told her, first of all, there was like a massive language barrier. Like there is yes. no <laughs> word for gay. gay. I guess. Uh, yeah. So like she that was so that was hard because <laughs> right. Trying to explain this to someone because like, she's thinking like, well, he's just your friend. You like your friend. Like, what's right, the big yeah, deal? Like, oh, you like your friend. Like, you can't he, be like, she's like, no, I Nani. I like him more than a, as more than a friend. Like, yeah, I want to marry Nani, him. We penetrate each other. on the like red. she so like just saying I'm gay isn't tr- going to translate. But like right. so they had to teach her basically what the word gay meant. And so once she finally got it, she said that she doesn't like it and if they was then Omri everyone's like crying but like by the end she kind of comes around to it yeah she at the end I think it was really when she he was like we're gonna have kids Nani and she's like oh, okay I think that's whatever, like, not everyone, but I think that's such a fear a lot of um, people have with in the gay community or their children being gay is that they're not gonna have kids and I'm like uh, stop with that f- if that's your biggest fear stop because what if your straight children couldn't have kids yeah what if they are infertile all the time it happens every fucking day it's the same fucking and those thing. are your fucking genetics and those are your genes that they can't kids. fucking right exactly but yet there's fucking adoption there's surrogacy like there's so many different avenues now I, where yeah, families like can have just, a kids yes, yes like it doesn't need to be kids. a man and a woman like you don't need it's just so unnecessary now for that even to be an issue because you can have that man and the woman and still not be able to yes, there's so many have kids. and there's so many fucking kids out there in the world that were Who need homes yes they were made by a man and a woman and they don't have either parent so it's just like you know, I think as long as you- and some people are just goddamn sperm donors, anyways, and they book it, and they're not even in their kids' lives. They're fucking deadbeat dads. Well, yeah, so- and I'm, I'm actually really jealous that guys can just jack off in cups and like get money, but like we have to go through the whole process of donating right. eggs, and it's really it's like a month. And we are hor- more hom- hormones I mean, I are crazy. Do get, we get a lot more money than them, but yeah, because we damn right, sh- yeah, we damn right should get more money. But like shit, but, but it's just so easy for them to jack off in the cup, and we have to get like surgery, basically. But see, I think that is like an old school belief like how are we gonna have kids because obviously I mean genetically we we know how you have to have kids but like uh but I mean it's just like so she did kind of come around to it and I think he was just like and the mom had this like such a sense of relief like you could tell once the mom yeah. like her mom because it's her mom that was and I feel like um, that, that they was were a telling huge reason why she was holding back and yes, fully same. accepting exactly so I think that it was like, still kind of like a secret like if it's a secret like how it, it is hard how to can you fully, fully accept. accept something when your own parents don't even know you know right. like and it's it, her like, mom it still was really sad because like like Amr was saying it's it's still she's still disappointed you know like it's because yes. it's not like as much it's not as, like, like it was so happy like oh my god okay cool let's right. do this yeah, like oh my god this is amazing good for you and it's, it's like oh well it's i not guess like, this is the situation sort of right and it's it's i don't want to say like no she's like not disappointed because i i know she is and i know like he loves and respects his family and you know he like trust what they say and, and it's probably going to be awkward when they are married and they're it, it up there is. kissing and i'm sure and there's i'm sure a, she's gonna a be level weird. of disappointment and so like it hurts my fucking soul in my core because love is something that in general should always be celebrated unless you're like scott disick that fucks teenagers <laughs> that should not be celebrated but like love should be celebrated always so it's always. like you know love is love and so i i and he understands. She's how- and like he was like he cooks me dinner, and she was like, "Oh, okay." Like that almost like helped change your mind too. And I was like, "Damn right!" If someone I mean, cooks me dinner, cha- yeah, it that changed my, my mind. mind too. Like fucking takes care of me. No I'm shit. Like, oh, like okay, sounds good. Let's get married. Because I think she just was like, "Oh, okay." Because like you know traditionally like fuck that I'm not doing this but like you know women cook the meals and things like that. And yeah, so no, like I mean you. no. 
my my guy's gonna cook me. I hope That's you like for microwave me. meals. Yeah. So I think like once she kind of was like, okay, like he cooks for him, he's gonna have a family with him, like sort of a thing. Like once she still kind of was like, okay, I guess there's still some traditional quote unquote t- traditionalness behind it. That was like what kind of helped her, like, okay. Well, and I, I feel like his partner is so fucking great and nice nice and like generous enough that he has pretty much like fully embraced their culture which is totally which is huge huge you know like he is dressing in traditional clothing he's going to all of the family stuff like he's making sure that he's integrated and he's like trying really hard and I think like that is something that which is, would be in a heterosexual relationship would have been that would be fucking hard, hard too because yeah. it's like that's a big thing to change your entire or embrace life. another culture yeah another you way grew of up life. one way and now yeah you are learning yeah. a new culture trying to gain like knowledge into these traditions like that's a lot to learn like I don't totally. know shit you know no so it's just like he's a really fucking great guy so I'm glad that they're gonna get married because I'm behind this 1000% I think totally that they are a fantastic couple um so I mean other couples like, on the show not so, not much. so they're, much they're honestly probably the best fucking couple on they the are. show I like, say that hands down yeah they are and the other those the other heteros heterosexual couples got some issues yeah like they're the they ones do. who have some of the problems on the fucking show like you'll yeah. see, there's like I, another guys, couple who's like you broken off their engagement about brian so there's a guy brian on the show um he's a little guy and i had a dream that i was actually dating brian and that i his family invited me over to his house to like stay for like a week and so i went to his house and i stayed there and like you know hung out with his mom and like we loved each other and stuff and then Monica the old Monica came over this girl that he used to be in love with and which is like his best friend his best friend and he Mm -hmm. was like so I'm gonna be with Monica and broke up with me and then I'm like watching this show and his current girlfriend whose name is also Monica comes over to the house and I'm like wow this really looks a lot like my fucking dream you know like (laughs) and I'm like oh my god so you guys if if he breaks up with this Monica while she's on this trip to his house and starts to go back after that other Monica, then you know I'm a fucking psychic. She already saw it coming. I already saw it coming. That's my prediction. But I mean, show. they probably will because if you see, if you watch the show, like she lives somewhere else in Florida and he lives somewhere in Florida and they both don't want to fucking move. Like he's like, maybe we can spend a year in each place. I'd be like, nah, dude, we're not fucking spending one year here, one year there. Like I'm not fucking doing that. Like, sorry. Well, I don't understand what, like why Brian won't move, you know? Cause it's he just like an IT. He can work anywhere. It's from his fucking computer. Exactly. And he, Monica's a fucking doctor, you know, like, and just work on residency and things like that. Like, yeah. It's like a little she different. actually can't leave. So I think that he can make the move. Yeah. But I do know, I think an Indian culture is you assimilate You're very close to their family. Yeah. But you also like are the husband's family. Oh, yeah. So I think it would make more sense for her to move, but she physically fucking can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And he's kind of like dating up. He is. He she's a great girl. Yeah. I felt like in my dream he was dating up with me, too. <laughs> Brian, you hear that? You're dating um, up. Yeah, Lock her I down. Almost went to medical school, so it's, it's basically crazy. like he's dating it's Monica, a, dating a you. Parallel. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, you guys, honestly, if you haven't seen Family Karma, it's honestly one of the best shows on Bravo. I think so. I was so happy it got renewed for season two. So you can binge watch season one. Uh, season two kind of just started so it's only a few episodes in and this episode was honestly so fucking amazing he was on watch what happens live after andy cohen was like brought us all to tears like um it was like he's like you just helped so many people who are coming out like or who are scared to come out like this will help so many people come out to their families especially if you're in a religious family or something Mm -hmm. you know because that i think is always the scariest um I think this was just like such an eye-opening episode. 
for that. I think this episode will go down in Bravo history. Yeah. Like fully this was my like I said, I was fucking crying like throughout the episode. Like Yeah. It, and they were playing into it. Like they stopped the music while they were talking and just I was like, like okay. And I was like, <laughs> you just want me to fucking cry right now, don't you? Like I'm like trying not to tear up the entire time. But um, but yeah, you guys if if anything, or if any of you were out there like struggling with coming out and you don't care to watch fucking Family Karma, just fucking watch this watch episode. Watch this episode. Yeah. That's even it. Even if like, you're not coming out, like, I just feel like it, just even watching this as a straight person can show you what your gay and bisexual right. and transgender uh, uh, friends are going through. So exactly. You can be more supportive because it is like, a fucking hard thing and it is like can be very traumatic so mm-hmm. i think everyone should watch this episode it's just it's education for all educational for, for all for sure right and so. and coming off of pride month like what a damn. way to wrap up pride Ugh. month it was oh the perfect God. wrap to pride month for sure yeah speaking like, of wrap, make sure you wrap that up kids um no unwanted diseases wrap it up <laughs> That's the PSA, That's PSA of the episode. Wrap it up. <laughs> and we're going to wrap this episode up. <laughs> so don't you guys you are sick of us. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks you guys for listening. As always, we always enjoy our time with you guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brute Blunt Pod. I actually tweeted something fucking hilarious about Sutton's bow so go check it out that shit was bad it was it was really fucking bad if you don't know what I'm talking about just go check out the tweet um but make sure you don't need to watch the episode you can just watch (laughs) it's not worth it to be honest um but make sure you like and follow and subscribe wherever you guys listen and we see you guys we'll see you guys next week bye